Welcome to the weekend wrap up. This is Zoe, the intern here at KLRC. Maybe you're like me and you don't catch everything on the air, but that doesn't mean you have to miss out. I'm sharing highlights from Mark and Christie's morning show, Middays with Isaac and Robert, and The Drive Home with Anson and Kara. Let's see what they've been up to this week. Christy has been having maybe a little bit too much fun playing on Mac's video game. So, Mark, I'm, I'm trying to do some self-evaluating. Okay. I'm trying to figure out if I'm playing this one game too long. Okay. And it's basically just... because it's, it's kind of affecting... My life a little bit in the it's sense like a video of, game kind of thing? it is. Okay. It's a video game that my son plays. All right. Okay. On his little machine. Yeah. Okay. Um, he has one of those. It's the Switch. Uh huh. And he plays with his buddies. Um, okay. And he plays online with them. Now he he cannot connect with strangers, but the certain kids in his class, his little buddies, he can. Yeah. And so they play together all the time. Well, now he's having so they can hear he can hear them through the the TV screen. Yeah. Um. But they cannot hear him unless he connects his headset. Okay. So normally the headset's un- disconnected because sometimes I'm playing it. Is this the same game you were almost late to pick him up from yeah, school? Yeah, I kind of was. Were... I was like four minutes late. <laughs> okay. Because you were playing this game. Because I was playing this game. <laughs> okay. And I was like, oh my goodness, I'm the only mom in this whole line that was late because they're playing this video game. But anyway, um, so last night, he had to do this breathing treatment because he's been having some asthma yeah. struggles. And so I was like, Hey, while you're doing that, I, I really want to play the game. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm playing so, the game. So while you're here doing the breathing treatment, <laughs> yeah. mom's, mom's going to get her video game fixed. And so then one of his buddies gets on, he's like, Hey Mac, Hey Mac, are you there? And Mac's like, mom, I got to tell him it's not me. Cause I'm not as good as he uh. is. <laughs> And, and he doesn't want them to and think. he doesn't want them to think that it's him. Yeah. But he gets on there and he's like, hey guys, my mom's playing right now, but we're taking turns. And so I'll be back on here in a minute. Yeah, that seems totally normal. <laughs> I actually think it's sweet Christy bonds with her son through this shared video game. It reminds me of way back in the day, there was a family, a mom, dad, daughter, and son, who all played Minecraft. And at that time, my dad started playing Minecraft. I played it. My siblings played it. And we tried to get our mom on board and she would never do it. So I think it's actually pretty cool of Christy. Up next is a positive different story. All right. Uh, How cool would this be? So you're standing at work and the boss hands you a golden envelope. But not just you. All 100 employees as well. Oh. Right? You're a little intrigued, right? I mean, obviously, my first thought is, I mean, this is a no-brainer. It's like, oh, this is a gift card to somewhere for cheese dip because it's gold. Uh Uh-huh. Because that's just always in my mind. Every time. But... So here's what happened. what it was, is it? No, no, but it's a good idea. Maybe we should try that here. This was at a digital marketing company in the Netherlands. More than 100 employees got a folder, a shopping bag, and a gold envelope. And the company's owner then told them to put all of their receipts from their grocery shopping for the entire month of December into it, and he'd take it. Into the gold envelope? Oh, my goodness. He's like, I got you. That is incredible. All your groceries the entire month. Just save the receipts. Turn them in. I got you. Merry Christmas. Can you imagine? Wow. 
The whole month of December. The whole month of December. And, you know, you get a little extra stuff going on this month, too. So one of the employees told a Netherlands news station there was dead silence for a few seconds. Then people just started clapping. He said, everybody just said, thank you a thousand times. (laughs) It was unbelievable. Wow. And the owner says there are no limitations. He told uh, one of the reporters, I trust my employees to not take advantage of this gift. No need to put any restrictions on it. That is incredible. Mm -hmm. He said, I don't know what you normally do for groceries this time of the year. Just do that. And we got you covered. I trust you, and you trust me. What a great gift. Uh Uh-huh. And just a great idea. That's just something that you wouldn't really think about. No, Um, no. As an employer... To your employees, right? Yeah. Just to give that kind of a gift. And a lot of times, you know, you, maybe everybody gets a little bit of a bonus check. Right, or, right. But nothing But that, like that. And just all of a sudden, you're like, okay, now that frees up those funds to be like, okay, yeah, what if you could maybe do families. a little something else. Yeah. So it's a pretty cool idea. I am not surprised this story comes from the Netherlands. I have heard those countries in Europe have people who are incredibly kind and generous, and they care a lot about others. To be honest different from the culture here in America. I can only hope that our culture shifts into one of love and generosity, taking care of one another like this company did in the Netherlands. Even though the world around us seems very grim, our community has gathered around for the KLRC three Christmas wishes, and our second winner has been announced. Uh, We got to call Aaron and Michelle. Mm-hmm. Earlier this hour. It was so fun. Over $10,000 worth of things that were provided mm-hmm. for that first Christmas wish. I know. They lost everything. And now the the community, you guys, you, you all have just rallied around them so much. They're just so blessed. And what an awesome phone yeah. call to be a part of. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, if you missed it, we're going to share it coming up in about 20 minutes this morning or later on today. You can listen to it on KLRC On Demand. All right. You ready to move to Christmas wish number two? Two? Absolutely. Uh, let's see if we can get a hold of Skyler. Hello. Hey, Skyler. It's Mark and Christy from KLRC Radio. How are you? I'm great. Well, did we catch you at a good time? Yes. Okay. Time. Okay. So awesome. we oh have questions. God. We want to ask you about. Oh my gosh. You have a wish this Christmas season for your friend Marissa, right? And yes. her family, Kevin and Marissa, tell us about them. Yes, so we used to go to church with them in the Fayetteville, and they are the most kind, caring people. Um, he used to be an associate pastor where we were at, and he has taught sermons years and years ago that still to this day are just have a huge impact in my life. Um, Kevin and Marissa, they just legally adopted seven siblings. Wow. And yes, and the age ranges are from like 6 to 14. So um, they've also previous ado- previously adopted another child, and um, they also have one of their own. So they have nine children. Oh, my goodness. So there's 11 of them total? Correct. In their family. Wow. Okay. Okay. Well, what open hearts. We love that. Yes. And so they are just the most un selfish people I've ever met and just God loving and just feeding into those children. And so, um, they 
never really ask for much and just give so much to everyone else that I wanted to do something special for them. Hmm. Wow. Well, that is super special. And we would love, love for the community to rally around them and just give them such an awesome Christmas this year. And so we wanted you to know that we have, we've chosen them. We've chosen you to be the elf of our second Christmas wish. Yeah. That is awesome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited for them. I've been praying that that God's will would be allowed in their life and for this to happen is fantastic. Mm, Well, I think our community is going to rally around them. We love their hearts to open their home and to literally just show God's welcoming heart Mm -hmm. to um, these kiddos and let's lavish on them together this Christmas, okay? Yes. Okay, so what we'll need, you're going to be our chief elf. We're going to get some ideas of what they need, what even some fun stuff could be to spoil their kiddos, things they're interested, that kind of stuff. We'll post it on our website, invite everybody who wants to join in to make it possible, and we'll see what God does with your Christmas wish, okay? That sounds great. I come from a big family myself, oldest of five kids, so me imagining nine in one household kind of blew my mind a bit. (laughs) If I thought my family was a bit chaotic, I bet having nine kids is even more crazy, but in a good way. Crazy in a beautiful way. Clearly, God is working in this family and caring for these kids, and it's amazing we get to be a part of it. If you want to get involved, there's a list of items which would make a big difference in their lives. Some necessary items, plus some more fun stuff as well. And that's all at klrc.com. Now, Isaac put something on the socials this week, which is pretty controversial. I never thought butter would get such a visceral reaction from me, but here it is. We can always count on social media for debates about things that aren't really important. And there seems to be a lot of that going on these days. But one of the things that I'm going to raise for maybe you to debate with your coworkers in the office and on social media today, butter. Does it go in the fridge or out on the counter? Because a lot of people on the internet now divided on whether or not you're supposed to refrigerate your butter. I have grown up with a grandparent that always had butter out on a dish, this really cool sort of ceramic dish on her countertop. And I always remember it being really easy to make grilled cheeses with it because you could spread it super easily. My wife and I have now adopted the custom of keeping the butter out on a butter dish. Other people online saying that, no, that is disgusting. The butter gets soured and gross if you do that. And now it seems like the internet firmly divided between butter goes in the fridge or in the dish. My family always had a butter dish and the butter was kept on the counter. When I started visiting the South, I found people keeping their butter in the fridge and it drove me nuts because how was I supposed to spread my toast in the morning? One time, I stayed with some Arkansas friends for about two weeks over winter break, and knowing that they kept their butter in the fridge, I had a small bowl of butter for myself on the counter, so I always had it ready for toast. Yeah, I have pretty strong feelings about it. Moving right along, something more serious, Isaac shares something you may need tissues for. This is one of those rare grab the tissues stories that I'm going to talk about because it got me really hard this morning, but I think it's worth exploring. This is a viral post from a pediatrician who dealt with kiddos who were dealing with terminal illnesses. And he says online that kids can be, you know, pretty wise. And in his time spending with these kids um, near the end of their journey with terminal illnesses, he got some wisdom out of all of them. He says from an assignment... I asked some of my terminal pediatric care patients 
what they had enjoyed in life, and what gave them meaning. Kids can be wise, so here are some of their responses. First of all, he says, none of the kiddos said that they wished that they watched more TV. None said that they should have spent more time on Facebook and social media, and none of them, of course, enjoyed the hospital. He said many of them mentioned their parents, often expressing worry or concern, saying, I hope mom will be okay, or that dad mustn't worry, he'll see me again, and that God will take care of my mom. He said that all of them loved ice cream. Many wished they had spent less time worrying about what others thought of them and valued people who just treated them normally. One of them said, my friends came and didn't really care that my hair fell out. Jane came to visit after the surgery and didn't even notice the scar. He said what was important to them was having fun, being kind, and holding on to their sense of humor. He says that Johnny gave me a half of his sandwich when I didn't eat mine. That was nice. He said, I, one of the kids said, I liked it that the nurses are kind here. They're gentle and it hurts less when they're talking with me. That is so sweet. And just a huge spotlight on what matters most, how we treat others, having fun, being kind, and keeping our sense of humor through the hard times. That's big. And that impacted me in a big, big way as I started my week. And I hope it did you as well. I think sometimes it's easy to underestimate kids. If you don't interact with kids a lot, maybe in your eyes, they're just these strange small creatures that run around and scream. Or if you're a parent who's busy juggling so many plates, you miss the little things. I think in general, our world doesn't see children the way God sees them. I think the wisdom shared here goes to show how God sees kids. They may be small, they may still be developing and growing, but they have beautiful souls and can see things maybe us adults can't. Up next with Robert, a story on how sometimes we really need a hug. For Shannon, it was a hug that made all the difference. I'm Robert on 90.9 KLRC. I was reading Shannon's story online. She shared that her her puppy, her doggo, Gemma, has days left. Her kidneys have failed, so they're doing all the favorite things that her dog likes to do. Going to parks, letting her dog sniff everything, you know, and, and Gemma's moving extremely slow at this point. And a lady stopped by and said, oh, how sweet. How old is your dog? And uh, she Shannon said, you know what? We really don't know. She's a rescue, possibly 16 years old, but she's only got days left. Now, this lady told Shannon about her dog uh, just passing away recently as well and then ended up giving Shannon a big, warm hug. Now, these are two strangers, so you're not used to getting hugs like this. But uh, Shannon says normally she's not cool with just a random hug. But in that moment, it was absolutely perfect. And it caused the tears start to flow. And she said that's the kind of random act of kindness she needed to happen today. Hugs are powerful, even ones from strangers. A hug literally does something to the chemistry in our brains, comforting us, helping us feel loved. Maybe God knew exactly what Shannon needed and gave it to her in an unexpected way. I used to be very skittish of people touching me or getting in my bubble, my little space. But over the past few years, I've become a hugger. I don't know how it happened. I just became a hugger, a back scratcher, a hand holder, like everything. And it's because I found it so loving and comforting, when appropriate, of course. Just don't discredit hugs. They can help a loved one or even a stranger through something hard. Here's Anson and Kara from The Drive Home. If there's two things that become pretty popular around this time of year, especially as we head into January, it's fitness plans mm. and diets, right? Yep. 
We're always looking for <laughs> more ways to stay in shape, maybe easier ways yeah. to stay in shape. And let's be honest, it can be a little bit difficult to find the time to get your exercise in, especially for those of us who work desk jobs yeah. inside, that kind of thing. It's easy to get into a rut of being sedentary. Very true. And that's why I thought this was kind of interesting. Apparently, the, the new fitness trend for this New Year's uh-huh. is walking pad treadmills. Have you heard of these? Oh, no. They're little mini treadmills that are basically under desk treadmills. Whoa. So you can walk while you're working. <laughs> okay. So I'm just curious, would this work for you? Could you walk and work are at you, the same time? So are you sitting and just the lower half of you is walking or how does this? No, you're, you're standing. No. Okay, you're, so well, it's just for standing Just walking on desks. a treadmill. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Standing high desk, but standing walking on and a working. treadmill and then working at the same time. I don't know if I could focus yeah. on that because I feel like I, I got to do quite a bit of moving with the mouse and precision right. work and I'd be always like falling away from my like keyboard. It's kind of rubbing your stomach and patting your head yes! at the same time. It's like that. Except for if you mess up. You're going to like fall and whack your head on your desk. Sounds like an accident waiting to happen to me. I haven't tried walking and working, but it is actually a goal of mine to someday have a standing desk and do this. I try to stay active and it's hard when your jobs are on computers. Another thing I do to try avoid sitting at my desk all day is taking periodic breaks, you know, stretch the legs. And also I use a yoga ball instead of a chair. I think it helps me, you know, keep a bit of movement, even though I'm at my desk, but I'd love to try walking and working, see if I can do it. Here's Kara with a great idea for saving some extra money. Anson, I'm pretty convinced that moms have superpowers. Tell me if this is something that has ever happened in your house. You try to find a thing, you can't find a thing, and everybody else looks for it, can't find it. Finally, you ask your wife, hey, do you know where thing X is? Mm -hmm. And she immediately goes and finds it. Yeah, pretty much every single (laughs) step of that happens probably (laughs) daily in our home. Exactly. Well, I think you're not the only one. In fact, I saw this on Instagram today. I think this is a brilliant idea. Michael James says, my wife makes us put $5 in the find jar. Oh. Every time we make her find something we can't locate in the house. Oh my goodness. Get this. After 13 months of saving, today we're buying a Ford Explorer. (laughs) She's found that many things. That sounds about right. (laughs) I agree. Moms do have superpowers. But I think most, if not all women, are pretty good at finding things the man or child cannot. My husband is always asking where his keys, his wallet, his hat are, and I typically know where they are. So not a bad idea, getting out a jar. May have to try it. Thank you so much for listening to this week's wrap up. Join me next week as we catch up on things you might have missed during the week. Until then, have a great weekend.